Let me ask you something. Does your work make you happy? Do you know what your potential is and do you use it? Do you deliver value that you're truly proud of? This is the Happy Work Podcast, where we discuss all the things we can do to make our work and with it our life better. Let's look at something we discussed on an earlier episode. But because there were so many questions being asked recently on different fronts, on social media, direct messaging, but also in my workshops, about the notion, the idea of growth. So I understand that there's considerable confusion when it comes to the word growth, because traditionally we have all embraced an idea around growth that kind of seems to lead us nowhere. Growth as industries, marketplaces, but also your personal convictions teach us have this tendency of always asking for more. So with growth, when we say that we want to grow personally, we want to grow as a brand, we want to grow as a business, we want to grow as an employee, employer, leader. It entails this idea that we have to become bigger. Now, becoming bigger is a very dangerous concept because if you grow for the sake of growing, and I think that's something we touched upon earlier as well, but to grow for the sake of growing means to grow without intention. When you grow without an intention, growth becomes the intention. And now we all know what growth that happens without intention does. It leads to the collapse of a system. Because that's what we call greed. Greed is nothing but the idea that we have to further our growth via our actions, our words, our doings, our offerings, so that we can fulfill the idea of growing. And then when we grow, we have this temporary idea that we did well. We feel better about ourselves and what we did because we feel like we, we checked all the boxes and we can go to bed and be happy about our day. And there's a concept, sadly, that many of us are familiar with, which is cancer that does the exact same thing, or a virus. The growth, the propagation for the sake of it, becomes proliferation. And proliferation leads to the demise of the system that hosts that very thing or us. So when we all engage in growth that is without aim, other than feeding its own growth back to it, we start to bring the system down. And that's what we're currently seeing in economies all over the world, but also in people themselves. The ones that are happy or lucky enough, let's say lucky enough, to grow themselves so far as to climb the ladder of success, climb the career ladder, they cannot escape the momentum of the machine. We all know that. We all have seen that, or at least we all know someone who's been experiencing that, where your own success is weighing back down on you. And somehow, even though you're making more, and somehow, even though you have more connections, you have more success in the book, there is a strange burden on your back, holding you back from really finding more happiness to the proportion at which you're having more success. So it, those two things seem kind of disconnected. It goes as far as I remember back in the days when I was making a lot of money in the corporate environment, no matter how much I made, 
there was not more left at the end of the day because everything was invested back into making up for the deficit in time, in, in quality of life and attention on the self. So I had to reinvest the money that I made into just balancing out the evil I had allowed into my life. And, and that is the kind of growth that we have allowed into our lives and that we are also promoting now in business schools, in traditional schools, but also within the confines of our own homes at the dinner table. So I'm here to propose to you, present to you, the alternative to that kind of prolific growth, and that is growth as it is seen in nature. Because Mother Nature has a very clear idea on what growth means. And for those of you who know that I strongly abide by the principle to live your life exactly like the apple tree, they know a tree, of course, grows. Growth happens in nature all around us. But now, growth in nature is never without intention. There's always clear intent behind what nature does when it grows a single thing. And the intention in nature is the expansion of the organism so that the organism can present its fruit, its value into the world. So for the apple tree, the clear goal, the aim is to grow the fruit, to promote the species of apple via the seeds in the fruit. So growth is nothing else but the process that takes the dream of the apple seed all the way up to the crown, through the branches, into that final fruit. So that whole principle, that whole pathway from that tiny little seed that has to hatch turn into a root and then break through the soil, manifest as a trunk, become a crown and become eventually a fruit. That is the process of intentional growth. Nothing in that entire process happens without that intention because if it did, can you imagine what nature would look like? We would have forests that are entirely overgrown with trees that are trying to grow as high as the sky. We would have trunks the size of apartment complexes. We, they would eclipse the sky. Everything would try to outgrow each other, which is really what is happening right now within our society that has adopted this strange idea of growth. No, growth has two things that we have to reconsider. One is the intention, the intention to bring yourself into the world, just like the seed that brings itself into the world as an apple. We have to understand that growth always has to serve the intention of bringing ourselves into the world, of growing as the person who we are to become visible to ourselves and the world, to express the potential that lives within us. But then the other thing is also growth has limits. And that's what I, I was trying to get to with the, the analogy of the overgrown forest. A tree at some point slows down in its own growth. It stops during winter because it knows that it cannot, it has energy to conserve and it has to refocus its growth during springtime to bring back out the fruit later on in the year, but at some point the growth stops. And that is the pivotal experience in real growth. It's to know when we have reached 
our point of optimal expansion, then when we are performing in the very best way. And now due to my, my former work life in marketing, where I was heavily involved also in, uh, you know, in strategy, building, in uh, branding, and in, in such things. So I worked closely with people who were very involved in developing strategies, uh, communication strategies, but also uh, entire business strategies. And one thing always baffled me, how little these people knew about the pivot, the point of pivot in a business. We know that everything we build, everything around us pivots at some point. In that point, that pivotal point is when no matter how much more you invest into the system, you're not getting any more out of it. And that's by definition where you need to stop and you have to hold your ceiling. But we are never taught that there is such a ceiling and that we can just maintain a level in our life that is sufficient to thrive, but also to stay in the game. We see that in large multinational companies who have grown to enormous size, they just keep growing. But with that, the issues, the problems, but also the effort that it takes to stay alive they become bigger, bigger and bigger. So instead of like before, just having to increase ten by your efforts by 10% to bring 10% more value, now every percentage point of value requires 10 times that. At some point, 100 times that. That is because nothing in life is really linear. Everything is more or less exponential. And you need to know that at some point, you were made in a way, just like a tree, to have intentional growth and then to stop at the pivotal point where you can function in the most optimal way. But that's, that requires for you, of course, to first tap into your resource and really grow according to that resource so that you can bring your value out of yourself. But then that's it. That is it. And that's why a lot of companies, and my company included, the one that I have with my wife, we told ourselves, what is the pivotal point in our business up to which we want to grow and then maintain the ceiling? Because the idea is not for everyone to become a ginormous multinational corporations. Can you imagine the world we would live in? It would be that overgrown forest. It would be completely dark. The world would be a shaded place because everybody wants to become as big as Amazon. Not possible, but we behave as if we could. And that's where growth has turned against us. Now, as a last point to add to this, to your growth plan, because everybody needs such a growth plan. So we had intention and we had the natural pivot point where, where the growth stops. But there's a third and probably just as important as intention, not just probably, actually, it's just as important because it goes hand in hand with intention is attention. Now, growth, in order to function, it needs to come from a starting point, And that starting point is the intention. But now, where do you direct your efforts for growth? Where are you directing that hose? Because I always compare intention as the water hose and attention as the point at which you direct the water hose and then you water your lawn. But you, you need both in order to work. But attention 
means attention and growth means now that you have an intention that's worth your while, now that you know what kind of tree you are, what are the points you need to direct your attention to? What are the different areas that you need to grow? And we're going to touch upon this in, in one of the next episodes, resources. That's where you need to direct your attention to. In a tree, it's the root because it provides you with stability, with a firm foundation. And then the trunk because it roots you in the root. It is the thing that will build your presence and your stability above ground. And then the crown, because it creates expansion. It's that thing that creates surface and then strong branches and then eventually the, the apple. But for you, what are those resources? What are all the resources you have at your disposal that you have to direct your attention to and grow so that in the whole system, your entire system supports the intention. When you have a growth plan that takes all these points into consideration, and that is something that I teach the people I work with, I, I drill it down on them because if you have a growth plan, you become guided. You, you have self-guidance. Without a growth plan, you are likely to grow things that are not supporting your happiness and your well-being. You're likely to support with your attention things that will weigh you down. And that is the central aspect of growth. What do you grow when you grow? You grow your freedom. You always grow your freedom. The freedom to be the way you're meant to be. The freedom to be who you are. The freedom to act as the person that you are. The freedom to explore your potential and bring it into the world. That's the only thing your growth plan needs to support. That is the intention behind it all. And the growth plan brings it all home. So, yeah, I, I will probably very soon have a little handout ready for you to build your own growth plan. But for now, build your own growth plan with these simple steps, this, these simple uh, elements, intention. The intention is a self-expansion. It's to bring the seed out as an apple. Attention, what are the resources you need to focus on and what is my pivot point? What is the ceiling of my growth? Have I maybe misunderstood growth in the past and created goals and visions that are not actually connected to my own intention, but that reflect more the way the world sees growth as greed and proliferation? I invite you to ask yourself that question. Intention, attention, pivot point. Pivot point.